Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What's happening, everybody? This is Tesla Figaro, Straight Shot No Chaser Live. You are listening to Instagram, Straight Shot No Chaser Live, where I am about to have a wonderful conversation with our brother, Robert Wallace. Wasn't expecting him to be on. I was talking in general about uh, Black News Channel and the commentary that I gave that day. And after I did my commentary, I opened up the mic uh, here on IG. And this brother came on and said he had a couple of questions for me. So shout out to him again, Robert Wallace. I am going to let you listen to that conversation. It is a blessing. I hope you get something out of it. Hope you find your passion. Hope you find your purpose. Shout out again to Robert Wallace from Cleveland, Ohio. You are listening to Straight Shot No Chaser Instagram Live. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it. Share, tag, get a friend involved. And let's keep this going. Peace. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good fine, to see you, fine too. To meet you. Yeah. Um, you know, I always, I listen to you and, you know, grew to you 100%. I used to be a Democrat. Never was a Republican. I'm like in the middle uh-huh. with all of the bullshit that's going on between politics and lying, what's going on, you know, in this country, basically. But I was telling my wife that um, I'm sick of uh, surviving in America. Why can't we just live in America? Why do we have to keep surviving in mm-hmm. America? And um, it's always somebody like, say, like the, the young lady that's doing the football thing now. The she's the lawyer for the NFL now, right? Um, I put, you know, I said yesterday in my comments, I said she chasing a bag or she has an identity problem. I don't know. I shouldn't even say that because I don't know the lady. But um, it's crazy how we, we as a, well, as a, as a race, I think we can talk about our black women and destroy it. But don't nobody else does that today on women, you know, and um, that pisses me the hell off. That pisses me off. It, it's, it's just, 
it's, it's it, I got two boys. They grown, but one one is in Morehouse. Working. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He he's mm-hmm. been a nerd all his life. But uh, but uh, <laughs> um, it just upsets me that we jump to spaces and get drug back three spaces. I I love Tamika, you, Killer Mike, the whole kill your master. I love all that. I used to do the same thing in my twenties. I'm I'm from Cleveland. I still live in Cleveland. Okay. Um. So I, 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 you know, from the from the young man, the, the dude and the uh, uh, young lady got shot a hundred, I think, hundred thirty two times, all that stuff. So we 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 uh we see police brutality things going on every day. But the question I want to ask you is, why we can't get what we need when we want to get it? The Asians got their bill. Why can't we get a bill? They 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 keep. It pisses me off because they keep lying. I know they lying. Mm-hmm. And people just let them get away with it. And that, I'm, I'm sick of that shit. I, I, I really am. I really am. I, I'm just, they always call me donate money to the Democrat. I ain't donate shit. I'm not donating nothing to the Democratic Party. They got to show me something. Mm-hmm. That's why I want, I, I, that's why I want to ask you. We get two steps, then we get two back. I was never a big Joe Biden man, but I I'll be damned if I vote for Trump, and I'll be damned mm-hmm. if I want to vote. Period. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit out and not vote. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like voting for for two evils with me, mm-hmm. and I told my mm-hmm. family that um, two of the lesser evils, I should say. Um, but like I said, we get two steps forward and get three back, and I, I'm just I'm just sick of it. I know yeah. you guys out here doing y'all thing, and hey, hey, I tell my wife and my son, Sean King, you, Killer Mike, uh, Tamika, uh, Mashan, Mashan, all you guys, commend you guys, because if they knew what I knew, I'm, I'm when we was doing local politics up here in Cleveland, demonstrating, protesting, I was getting phone calls, threatening my, I was twenty some years old. I'm from the streets. I'm from the projects in Cleveland. And it wasn't scaring me, but the for the people I bring into the situation was scaring them. Mm-hmm. Tell me, don't bring my black ass downtown to Cleveland, all that stuff. If they knew where I came from, that it, it wouldn't work. But I know the type of mental strain y'all go through every mm-hmm. day, and the threats y'all take from mm-hmm. these from these evil ass crackers. It's mm-hmm. evil. I'm not racist, but if you're a racist cracker, you're a racist ass cracker. Mm-hmm. So. That's that's is the um, where I'm coming from. You know, I think everybody should be treated the same. But if you're a racist, if you hate me because of my black skin, first first of all, you got a problem. Mm-hmm. Two, you need a hook from your mama, your daddy, or somebody. Mm-hmm. So you know, as far as me being, you know, racist enough, but I don't I don't tolerate that racism crap. And um. Mm-hmm. But I commend you guys. You guys kill it. Kill it. Appreciate kill it. that. Well, well, number one, 
Shout out to you. Uh, you're the second brother we had on this morning that talked about his wife. So I always want to make that point because we see so many other counter arguments about black men not being married and their wives and all of that, which we know is not true. But I do want to make a, a reference to give you your flowers on that and your son going to Morehouse. And I said, oh, man, shout out to you. And I'm going to point something out to you when I get when I commended you on that. And um you hear me also talk about this in the interview that's going to drop next week uh, with a parole officer that I have where I said we are so used to not giving uh, each other flowers that even when we do, we push them back. And so I want you to notice that when I said shout out to you uh, for your son, he's like, oh, yeah, he's been a nerd all his life. And I want you and I, I want to take a minute to pour into you for a second that even though, you know, you were joking and all of right. that, I was still commending you as a black man for raising your son. And so uh, take a moment to get get those flowers like and yes okay he's been a nerd all his life but who the one made him the nerd his parents oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. you know what i mean but i'm i'm you and i know you know that but i i want to show people how the littlest things um go into our psyche and go into uh how we treat each other which goes directly into correlation when you say um why is it we can't get more uh, it is because we don't demand more we wait on unity and i am i am uh I say all the time, if you follow me, I'm not waiting on unity. And I'll give this example. We're the only race that sits around. If you look at when you did the uh, use the Asian hate example, uh, Asian, Asian hate bill, which I talked about today on BNC, by the way, if you look at any other ethnic group that comes into the community and I don't want to pick one or, or the other. Uh, we know that there are several uh, <clears throat> communities that come into our community and own stores and nail shops and uh, convenience stores. I really want you all to think about this when they come into the community the black community, mm -hmm. you never hear them hold a town hall about how, well, you know what? Tamika just opened up uh, a beauty supply. If she was really, see, that's why black people can't have nothing. If we was really together, Tamika and I should have a beauty supply together. Why would she try to take away from, from my beauty supply when she know I'm trying to open up beauty supply? You know what they do? They get beauty supply after beauty supply after beauty supply, mm -hmm. nail shop after nail shop after nail shop. They understand capitalism. They understand monopolizing. If we look at the Monopoly board, what is the Monopoly board about? Isn't that about taking over block by block, one by one, putting multiple houses, multiple nail shops on just one little square? We're the only ones that spend time talking about this unity thing. And unity is important, but it doesn't mean uniformity, meaning right. we all have to be the same. Shout out to the, in case y'all don't know, above the Black Political Convention is happening again in August. The last time it happened over 30 years ago. And the theme is unified without uniformity. So when we spend so much time talking about what we need to do, we, 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 you know, I tell people in the comments all the time, don't worry about we, what you doing? What is one person doing to make a difference? My push the line logo, politics until something happens. You see a person at the bottom, each one is pushing a line in their own way. Not talking about, well, Tamika, you should be on page with this, or Shine, you should be on the page with that. All the people that you mentioned, we don't always agree. We have group chats. Well, we have disagreements about stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. People get so confused because they see what they see on social media. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like, yeah. we have conversations all the time. Say, sis, I'm not with you on that because I believe this or that. Those are not conversations that we have in the public. Everybody in Kanye West don't put all their business in the right, public. Right, Me right. and Tamika may go back and forth in, in love trying to really understand her position on something versus my position on something. Right. And we have that conversation in love in private because we know that we're not doing it to hurt each other, to try to bring each other down. We just may move differently, like I used the example earlier, with she may come back like Harriet and come get you. I'm going to honk the horn and move on. Or, for example, Absolutely. Kelly White. 
He talks about Absolutely. allies all the time. Of course, we need allies. I talk about soldiers. We understand that each person moves differently in the game, but the commonality is not uniformity. The commonality is we all understand what it takes to be in this, the consequences of consciousness, like what you mentioned with the death threats and all of that. And not only that, brother, we taking it from the death threats from the white folks, we get more hell from our own as well. They also shit on people because they don't like how they move. We have guess brothers, what? I mean, cut you off. We have brothers up here that are scared to, we did a, a, 10, a 10, 10 year anniversary, 10, 20 year anniversary of the Million Man March. We had brothers scared to walk with us downtown, please. Right, right. Uh, right. Most people, like, well, first of all, ain't nobody even going to say nothing to their HR manager. So this is why I tell people, first of all, you ain't built like me. So what that don't mean I don't have a voice. Yeah, it don't mean you don't have a voice, but I, I'm only going to talk as far as like challenging me on certain things and thinking you can check me. I, I come from the G world. So in order to check right. me, you got to have some skin in right. the game. You don't have to do some drive bys or something, catch some face. Right. Right. I don't just, just listen to just right. everybody. It's not that I don't listen to people that don't disagree with me. It's who I, I listen to and what they put the skin in the game. Right. So I'm saying all that to say that we don't all move the same, but we keep moving. You made the point about two steps forward and two steps back. I talked about that on the interview that's also coming out next week. Uh, with Clifford Spud Johnson, when he came home from prison, that was one of his frustrations. He was like, damn, every time I go forward, I go back. Man. And I had to tell him, that's how life works. We move forward, but we go back. But the point is, keep on stepping. If we use the excuse to say, but damn, I just move forward. How do I go back? Most people, not saying you do, but most people that like to say that is because they wasn't taking no step in the first place. So they use it as a weak ass excuse to not have to do what they can do. I'm going to keep stepping until they lay my body down. I'm going to keep being steadfast until they lay my body down. I'm going to keep being unmovable until they lay my body down. I'm not looking for to end all racism. I'm not looking for you That's to like right. me. I don't like you and you don't like me. I don't give a shit. I'm looking to unveil who is what and how that racism is harming our community. That's I don't give right. a shit if you don't like me. That's right. Let's That's get right. the emotion out of it. <laughs> Let's talk about it, the personal side. People that got friends with benefits, that ain't got nothing to do with liking nobody. It's about the benefits. So I'm looking for the benefit of it all. I don't That's give a right. shit about who don't like nobody. That's so right. I tell people, keep on fucking moving. And those who stop and say, well, I can't move because I just did this and that, then they ain't built for this game, but support somebody who is built for this game. I don't run a nonprofit organization, but support Tamika and them that do because it do take resources for them That's to come right. save y'all ass and, and do the things that y'all ask them to do. That's Me, right. you know why I don't take donations? Because I like to cuss folks out. Because the same thing that they, they get on Sean about or Tamika or whoever, or what, I like being the one that they can't say, well, I gave you a donation. Uh-uh, you didn't give me shit. I didn't ask you shit. You have to deal with me on this topic. And so you need people like me too. But that also means I don't get as much money as everybody because I take that sacrifice. That's but right. I believe in having uh, multiple people fight this war on different levels. It's a lot of people that I listen to, commentary I listen to, mm -hmm. and don't like any of the people that I associate with. Right. And they got respect for me. I think people are necessary on certain levels to do different shit because it's not enough of us. So I don't get in my feelings about certain things. I don't care about me, this and that. No, I say we're all necessary to do different things at different levels. That's what pushing the line is all about. Politics until something happens. And it's going to be here until we die until we lay down but what we're not we are going to celebrate a black man such as yourself 
in Cleveland, the home and the city of the pimps and the gangbangers mm-hmm. and all that. I got a friend that's doing time, a life sentence, and named Siggy, who actually is the OG of Clifford Spud Johnson that I'm that I inter- that you'll hear the interview mm-hmm. next week. He's from he went to Cleveland and got all of his time. He's been in prison ever since. Um, so I know what, what Cleveland was, particularly back in the eighties, one of the poorest uh, cities in the country. Oh, yeah. So we are going to oh, yeah. celebrate the fact that you are a married man with your family and got your son going to Morehouse. So brother, that's about twenty steps that some brothers never got able to take. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So you are. Not not just surviving, you are living, you are thriving, and we just oh, have yeah. to do a better job of balancing that story, oh, telling yeah. more of your stories and also what we need to do to get Before back. Before I let you go. Before I, I let a, go. Even with I want to give a shout out to <laughs> Nina Turner. Yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to, to, to Gary Chambers. Man, don't bite, don't... I wish I'd get into politics, but unfortunately, my past would probably jump out uh-uh. of my Wait, head. hold on. Let me talk to that enemy right now. Let me tell the enemy right there, the devil is a lie. My candidate, now you probably heard me talk about it. If not, go listen to the podcast. Regina Hill mm-hmm. uh, was her director of communication in 2014. Guess how, guess how many times she was arrested? Just throw out some numbers. Some of y'all throw out, just throw out some numbers. How many times was Regina Hill arrested? Guess how many times? What, three? Keep guessing. Over five? Keep guessing. No, no. Keep guessing. About nine. I said, I ain't going to give her no, over no 10. You're not going over 10. I'm not so going over So that's your final 10. answer. That's my final answer. Final answer is 10 times. Yes, ma'am. You know what? You know why numbers are important? I believe in numerology. Uh, you said 10 for a reason. Getting ready to give you a word. So we know that 10 means see those enemies no more. That's the reason why I was 10 commandments. That's the reason why 10 Pharaoh had 10 uh, right. different times that the Lord yeah. told him uh, to be about his business. You didn't go over 10. And then there's also something called that the Lord will bless you tenfold. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. Guess oh. how many times she was arrested? 21 times. 10 times 2. 21 tenfold of the number that you gave. And... One of them was a felony, a cocaine felon. She never ran for office ever in her life. She won with the same spirit that Gary Chambers has, which means I don't have nothing to lose. She beat a 16-year incumbent. I was her director of communications. It was just less than five of us that ran that campaign. She probably had a total of $3,000 total. She ran against somebody who was an attorney uh, who had 16 years of legacy behind his name, over $200,000 raised against him. But you know how Regina ran in the same spirit of Gary Chambers, which is I'm going to talk to some folks that y'all never talk to. Talk to. So when you say I can't do it because of my background, the devil is a lie. That's why Gary Chambers was talking about on the Breakfast Club. We need more people that have a lived experience experience that can talk to our people. And if we out talk ourselves out of leadership, giving you an example, you say, well, I probably can't cause my background. I don't wear my son, but I'm showing you how our mentality stops us. See, that's the enemy. He likes to stop us and tell us what we can't do, opposed to saying what we can do, opposed to saying the victory that we have. And we need more people like you to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You gave a shout out to Nina Turner, but Nina Turner ain't never been arrested. And that's my sis. You can have a different conversation that she could never have. She's been a good girl her whole life. She's been poor. She -hmm. understands what it means to be poor, but she ain't never been arrested. Gary Chambers said on the Breakfast Club, he didn't come from an environment in his neighborhood where where they would uh, shoot and and crime. Well, guess what I did? Guess what you did? So while you're shouting them out, brother, I want to shout you out and say, who going to speak to those that know your story? So while we're commending them, what about those that know your story? I'm not big and, you know, I talk about the establishment and all of that, but I will give credit where it's due. Elijah Cummins 
when I went in 2010 to uh, political boot camp training with the CBC, he was our first speaker. And he touched me in such a way. And people don't know that Elijah Cummings was also a minister. And people didn't know all that I did to get there. One, you have to be nominated to go by somebody in Congress. And Congresswoman Brown uh, heard me on the radio uh, in Orlando at that time. Yeah. And she just thought I was just good at what I did. And I just happened to walk up on her. She said, you the one on the radio. I really like what you do. I'm going to send you to training. At that time, I was going through a divorce and broke and trying to figure out going through a session. I had my own business. I had an infant on my hip. I was struggling. I was like, damn, they're sending me there. But I don't even have shoes on my feet. I had holes in my shoes. And even though I was putting people to work like the story that I said earlier um, with my staff that was here to join me earlier. Even though in 2010, I was 40 under 40 with Orlando Business Journal. I was a Cadillac community influencer. I had holes in my shoes. And when I went to Congressional Black Caucus boot camp training uh, and I sat in the audience and Elijah Cummins came in and gave a speech about how he used to stutter. He's told this story before. Mm. And he said that when he first went to Congress, he was so nervous to speak because he was afraid he was going to stutter and the Lord started talking to him and started saying, why do I have you here? I have you here to speak up for those that are just like you. And it reminded me on how the Lord took me through everything I'd been through, saved me when the gun was at my head, saved me from the bullets, saved me from the hood, saved me from all the things that I experienced to have me in that seat with holes in my shoes. And people didn't understand why I kept crying and crying and crying and crying. I was so filled with the Holy Spirit because they didn't know what I'd been through. Everybody there was sent by these congressional leaders and had their buttons up and this and that. And I'm here representing the good congresswoman from this and that and all of that. But I just couldn't get into all of that because I know what the Lord had done for me and they thought I was strange and they thought something was wrong and I checked them there just like I check them here on TV when they tried me they tried me we all, I almost to tossed some tables up to because in boot camp they make you run a race a mock okay. race and so I had to they picked me as the candidate because I had the better speech and I had to deal with some internal heat uh, internal hate from my own team and it got to a point where I was ready to turn some tables over y'all got the right one so I've come a lot in my growth since then, by the way, but I still oh, will turn these lost. tables over. Yeah, yeah I still will yeah. turn these tables yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so even that, and they said, oh, you need to calm down and you need to, you need to be different and you need to be this and that. Not one person in my class that came out of that class is doing anything that I'm doing now. Not that they're not doing great things. Not that they're not doing amazing things. Right. Uh, some of them went on to be attorneys and worked on different races, done different things, but not one of them are speaking up on the level that I'm speaking up. And my speech that I gave in that congressional uh, training was to stand up and I, I talked about how somebody got to stand up. Mm. Even when you're fighting your own people, who is going to stand up? And you know what's so ironic? My, camp, my mock campaign manager, who's an attorney in uh, New York, he, he was one of the ones that, that was uh, standing there with me. And I told him, I said, people on my team, they're going to go against me because we had to lobby for votes within right. our own team. Right. He said, nobody would do that. There's no way she would do that. I said, I'm telling you, nigga, she's going she to go against me. Go pick up that vote from somebody else. Right now, maybe last year, he just reached out to me on how uh, they were coming after his attorney license in New York. Mm -hmm. And he needed somebody to speak up. Guess who he called to speak up? 
He called me to speak up because even then in 2010, I was speaking up, but I didn't just start speaking up, brother, then. So that's why you can't let the you can't let the enemy tell you what you can't do. See, I've been speaking up. I was the loudest cheerleader on the cheerleading squad. I won based on that, not because I had the best tumbles, not because I had the best. I told my daughter this uh, last week because she's trying that for cheerleading. And she said, oh, I'm doomed because I can't really do a backhand. I said, you're looking at the 10 points for the backhand, but why are you not looking at all the little points that you're going right. to accumulate for having a smile, having a good jump, having good presence, having being loud. See, my life and your life, we've always had to pay attention to the small, the small yeah. points because we didn't have the big points. Right. We didn't always have the education or the mamas or the daddies or the support system. See, I didn't have that. I come from a place where I had to add up the little things. It's the little things that matter. It's the little things on how God positions me and takes me over to make me excel than others. I didn't make the trilling squad one year because... And that's when I learned the lesson to always be on point 360 degrees, which is what I was talking about earlier, accountability. That year to get me off the tra- off the cheerleading squad, my, my uh, principal, who was black, couldn't stand me. She gave everybody extra 50 points for having over a 3.5. I had enough to pass a C average, but I didn't have a 3.5. And I got upset and said, well, I don't, I remember I was, I had already been a cheerleader. So naturally you would think I would make the squad right. the next year. I was one of the best. But when they slipped in that monkey wrench and said, you get an extra 50 points for excelling. And I got mad and said, oh, it's all them, it's them. They trying to keep me off. My mama tried to fight for me. But at the end of the day, I didn't have the 50 points. And I learned the lesson that I can't, it's one thing to talk about what ain't fair. And it's another thing to be prepared. And that's what the progressive movement doesn't do and hurt to me, black people, is we always talk about you deserve a pony, but you got to be able to be prepared to get that pony, take care of that pony. Can you afford that pony? Do you got enough money to feed that pony? All that it takes to take care of a pony or a dog or extra kid. Do you have the resources? And sometimes we spend so much time complaining on how shit ain't fair. We know it ain't fair. We got to get in and be better than them. We have to excel better than them. That is how it is. And so when I lost that opportunity, when I lost that opportunity to be a cheerleader, of course it wasn't fair, but that's how the rules were set up. But guess what I, what I did 20 some years later, I reached out to her. When I saw she came on my Facebook page, my same principal, and I had to tell her I was the loudest cheerleader then and I'm the loudest cheerleader now. I was cheering then for the people. I'm cheering now for the people. So that means that whatever God has for you, regardless of who takes it, regardless of what you think you can get, you keep on pushing. Who give a damn about your background? So what? Running is not always about winning. Running is about shifting the narrative. Running is about making them run harder. If you run a race, don't it require somebody on the other side to make you run harder? Absolutely. Or do people just run the race by themselves? I think in the Olympics, somebody got to run. I got to have competition in order for me to win the race. So sometimes running the campaign don't have nothing to do with you winning. It has to do with making the person that does have the advantage better. So if you're running beside them and saying, we need to make sure that you get uh, mass incarceration. You need to make sure that you do $15 an hour. You need to make sure at some point they're going to have to line up with these issues in order to get the people that's following you. So running and being a disruptor is a good thing. That's why Democratic Savages don't like disruptors because it makes them run harder. Right. It's not always about the win. Of course you want the win, but I need you just to be in the game and just run. Nobody want to get in the game. And it's because we tell ourselves those things. I I told you, run for Compton Mayor, so what? Fuck it. You might win. What about if you win? What about if you win on accident? That's what happened with Trump. He had no intentions of winning, and he won. So I hope that poured into your spirit. Oh, and yeah. if you can't oh, run, yeah. then support somebody who can. Get somebody 
Don't get caught up in this. If people want to say, forget the federal government, okay, fine. But what about the local government? That's right. What about the local government? What about the right. state level? What about running for precinct captain? You can be precinct captain. You can be over your precinct. That's a lot of power. Just being able to say you can get 250 people to the polls. Go be precinct chair. Don't nobody even run for those seats. I tell the homies, go do that. Just put your name on the back. Like, literally, you're going to win. It's people who are precinct captains by, like, 50 votes. You can't get 50 homies to show up. I mean, I'm going to need you to get 50 homies to show up in your neighborhood. Those are the type of positions that give you the power to go in and have conversations and say, I'm precinct chap captain chair of precinct 592. And this is what we're looking for. It's not always the congressional title, the senator title, the state title. It's even those precinct chair titles. Somebody should be running for that alone because it gives you leverage in your community to be a voice. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely right. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. My boy, Eric Johnson, he's a good guy. We've been trying to get him in and running some things in Cleveland. So, and um, Gary who? His name is Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson. Okay. Eric Johnson. He's a good brother. He's an alpha. I, how long y'all been trying to get him to run? Oh, my goodness, man. Let me see. Uh, Frank Jackson left. Uh, okay. Pause right there. You've been asking them too long. Pause right yeah. there. The fact that you got to go up and wonder how long you've been asking, let's move on. It ain't for Eric. Who's the next? Where's the next? 
Me. Sorry, Eric. It ain't for you. I know they want you, but I'm here to tell you it ain't for you. I, I do training call or you're going to run for office or run your mouth. He's doing too much running. Y'all doing too much begging. Let's stop the begging. Let's start the bossing. Hey, Eric, it ain't for you. I don't give a damn if you're an alpha or not. Shout out to Kenny, my friend, who I was just commending. He's an alpha, too. I don't give a shit about that. Let's move on. Let's go get somebody from the hood. Let's go get somebody from the hood because the alpha ain't want to step up. He say he an alpha. He say he an alpha man. You an alpha man. All that. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Ice cold. Let's move on. It ain't for Eric. It ain't fair. See, and I could tell when you get ready to go down there, he's an alpha, he's it. That's why I stopped all that. I don't give a shit what he don't have the courage to do. Who give a damn what he is? Let find me somebody from the hood and bring him to me. Let's 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 get him running. It, it ain't it ain't for him. He got too much brother. to lose. I, I like I said, I, I he's a good brother, I, I, but he need to be on the sideline. I've been, been talking to a couple people. Uh, yeah. Well, do me a favor, go tell Eric that I said, sit on down there. We love you. Maybe you can host a fundraiser if somebody wanna do it. Let's stop begging Eric. Eric's holding up process. Eric's holding it up. Let's move on. Let, let, go find somebody who ain't an alpha. What about somebody that ain't an alpha? What about somebody that come from the fraternity of the streets? What about that? They ain't got nothing to lose. Run them. Right. Oh, you think you got an advantage because he's an alpha? No, he don't because he don't have the courage. Take courage. Eric, it ain't for you, baby, because we ain't going to keep asking you. Let's go get somebody else. It's okay, Eric. We still love you. Maybe you can work on the campaign. Maybe you can donate. Maybe you can do a fundraiser. But I'm here to go ahead and tell Eric, okay, Eric, go ahead and sit down. We tired of begging you. I need to go get me somebody with a record. I, I need somebody who ain't got nothing to lose. I need somebody to say, well, hey, I ain't got nothing to lose. Go on and put me on. I don't care about what they say because I don't be on social media anyway. Let's get them. What about them? They the ones that's going to motivate and get the get out the vote that Ain't nobody ever came out. There's a reason why Gary Chambers raised $100,000 off that one ad because they saw him say something that ain't nobody ever said. Yeah, and Gary right. Chambers don't even come from the streets. So what about if somebody that come from the streets do that? What y'all afraid of? Can't possibly be you fear nothing because you're from the streets. So fear ain't in you. Yeah. So let's, let's move forward. Let's bring some of this gangster shit and this politics shit. It ain't nothing but a gangster party. Yeah, you're right. It's, that's all it is. You'll find yourself uh, very comfortable because it ain't nothing but a gangster party. That's all it Ran is. by a whole bunch of nerds that ain't never had to do nothing in the street. Shout out to the nerds. I ain't dissing them, but right. I'm telling you, the game they run, I'm telling you, make sure you stay on the sidewalks because the street will eat your ass up. I see straight through these people because they don't, I'm telling you, they so transparent with their whack-ass games. That's why I need somebody from the street. It ain't for Eric to run. You've been asking him too long. The fact that you had to look up and say, well, let me see you back. Uh-uh, pause. Too long. Eric, it ain't for you. Let's move on. I hear you. I hear you. We definitely need, yeah. 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 Cleveland needs you. They don't want to hear from Eric. Because the Lord ain't put it in his spirit to run. We, we need prophetic people at this point. We, we need nothing to lose people at this point. Yeah. Yeah, we need we need more me. Gary Chambers. That's me. That's yep, me. well then keep us posted when you're gonna run for precinct chair. Just start out small, keep us posted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't just say, Oh, yeah, and then don't do it. I, I'm, I telling, I I'm telling you right on, now, it's been on my heart, man. It's, well, it's, I'm, it's, here, I'm here, I'm here, pull it on out your heart. It's been on my heart, like the minister, like the minister do. I'm telling you now, in front of God and everybody else as a witness, He's calling you to move and do something, so do it. And he don't want to hear about what, when it's time when it's time to go up for the least of these. They're gonna separate the goat 
you may have heard me say this, the goat from the sheep. Jeep, right. A lot of people say, tells you the goat, you the goat, greatest all time. Well, let me tell you something. When it comes to the most high, the goat don't mean nothing. It don't mean greatest all time when, it, when, when, when it's going to judgment day. He's very clear. He said he's going to separate the goat from the sheep. The sheep are about the shepherd's business, not sheep go along to get along but about the shepherd's business. And he ain't going to want to hear nothing about you talking about what's on your heart. Well, it was on my heart and I asked Eric and then I went to the DM and I'd asked Tesla, but then she didn't help me. And then I, he don't want to hear nothing about that. It's going to be you and me. We're going to have a conversation. What is it that I told you to do and you didn't do? But I asked Tesla and she had a platform and she said she was going to help and she didn't want to help and I didn't want to do it. What is it that I told you to do for my people? Well, I was thinking about it, but then I had a record. Yeah, but what is it? Who delivered you from the record? And what did I tell you to do for my people? Yeah, but I knew they weren't going to do it. They was going to end up talking about me. So I kept on asking Eric, but I didn't ask Eric. I told you, what did I tell you to do for my people? But then we thought Eric would be better because he was an alpha and he was this and he went to the NAACP and he went to the Urban League. But I wasn't talking to Eric. I was talking to you. I had a conversation with you. Moses was the drunk. I had a conversation with you. You know what? I told you to build the ark. I didn't talk to Eric. I didn't talk to Eric. I talked to Mary Magdalene, the one that they said was crazy, the one that they said was the prostitute. I didn't talk to them. If I wanted Mary, the one who who conceived Jesus, to be the one at the tomb, I would have gave her that assignment. I gave it to Mary Magdalene for a reason. I gave it to the rider for a reason. Mm. I put riders at the tomb. The Tomb Raiders are the riders. Y'all keep looking for these cornballs to be Tomb Raiders. They ain't Tomb Raiders, homie. That ain't what they do. It ain't in them. They're not willing to take the risk. I try to take the negative. If you're willing to take the risk and go to jail to get some time to run dope, to be a gangbanger, then you got the same courage to move our people ahead. That's why you see so many people come in and say, oh, you promoting this and promoting that. Because they know that the, the anointing destroys the yoke. They know I'm speaking. That's a spirit. They know that I'm speaking to that spirit to say, get up, Lazarus. That's the problem. Oh, it gave me chills. Do you know why Mary Magdalene was the one by the tomb? She was the rider. They said she was a prostitute. They said she was nothing. So see, she didn't have nothing to lose. After they killed her Lord, she went by the tomb. The disciples went to sleep. Go read the word for yourself. You ain't got to believe me. The disciples went to sleep. They gave up home. Remember when he was on the cross, he said, Mary, don't you weep. Go on and take Mary home. Take my mama home. It's her job to go home. She don't need to see this. Her gift was to birth him, but the rider was there to raise him. The rider was there to say, I know that if he can do it for myself, he can do it for everybody else. I know that if he can save me, he can save everybody else. It was Mary that said, I'm going to risk my life. And if they kill me hmm. for standing by the tomb, I'm going to stand here steadfast and unmovable. You didn't hear Mary Magdalene said two steps forward and two steps back. The nerve of us to say that she stood by the tomb. And when he woke up and said, it is me, your God, don't touch me because I've already ascended to my father. That is who we need in these political streets. It's a difference. It's a difference. He wants the felons. He wants the drunks like Moses. He wants the prostitutes like Mary Magdalene. That's who he's looking for. Y'all looking for the other ones. You're looking for the Peters that denied them. You're looking for the ones that had it all together. See, they're going to deny them in the end. You keep looking for Judas. You keep sending Judas to do Mary Magdalene's work. Using on the, the, the personal, uh, the love side, you keep sending a hoe to be a housewife. You're sending the wrong people. You're not understanding the assignment that is before us. 
because they got y'all thinking what a candidate should look like and talk like and be like. Mm. That's what happened with our Lord. They said, but if he's Jesus, surely they can't kill him. They had you confused on what it's supposed to look like. And he came up to say, oh, no, it looked like this. This is what it looked like. But you couldn't see it because you didn't have the vision. You letting them disciples get in your head and tell you what a candidate is supposed to do or not supposed to do. You listening to Peter and them and Judas and them. See, I'm listening to Mary Magdalene. I'm listening to what Mary talking about. Do you know that she wrote a book that politically was decided to not put her book in the Bible? Yeah, yeah my wife told me that, yeah. Yeah, and they found yeah. it. Yeah. And it stopped at chapter seven. Chapter seven, seven, just like 10, means spiritual perfection. Five loaves of bread, two fish. There was something in her words that would feed us that they made the decision to not put in the Bible for a reason. Yes, religion is also political. Yeah, very political. And that was a decision. I don't want women to know how strong they really are. Like I was saying earlier, Black Girl Magic, y'all prove it and make them start respecting your magic. Don't just be excited because you get ran over. Make them respect your magic. That's what Mary Magdalene did. You're going to put some respect on her name. Mm. Y'all stop sending and looking for cornballs to do the job of a soldier. We need soldiers. That's it. And we need allies too, but I'm looking for soldiers. Right. I'm, a I'm looking for the ones that's going to go. I'm looking for the ones that's going to go on the ride alone and not get out of the car like Trey. I kind of want you to go along. I don't want you to right. put your finger on the trigger too, so I ain't going to worry about you selling. I ain't going to worry about you telling on me. See, when you right. really came over real gangster, we're not worried about nobody right. telling because everybody had to put in work. That's right. So you telling right. on me is telling on you. We all right. going to jail. We all going to jail. That's right. right. You see, tonight, today, it don't work like that. Y'all got, that's because they got the wrong people in the car in the first place. That's not promoting gang violence. I'm just using that as an analogy. You should have never saying. had Trey in the car in the first place on Boys in the Hood because Trey going to either tell on you or he going to get you killed because he ain't going to pull the trigger. Sure. Trey should have never been in the I car, but y'all love you. bringing Trey <laughs> along. Y'all love bringing Trey along. Come on, Unity. Come on, get along. Let's all get along. Black people got to come together. Not me, Trey. Keep your ass out the car when you That's fuck right. around and get fucked around. You're going to get everybody right. killed. And Trey, stay where you at and go to Morehouse. By go, the to Morehouse. Your son. Right. go on to Morehouse, Trey. Go on and go to Morehouse. Absolutely. Just go on and go to Morehouse. Because we need people in Morehouse. But we need the Ice Cubes also in Boys in the Hood that was willing to do the drive-by. And when he did the drive-by, he got out the car and did it up close and personal. That's what we need in politics. We need more people from the streets that can deal with these gangsters like Trump. Because Trump is a gangster. Hey, hey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Y'all keep sending, stop sending these cornballs to do the business to do the bidding of a gangster. gangster it's right. never going to happen. Right, right. It's never going to happen. Stop playing nice, man. It's That's it. Man. So that's my message. Well, I'll leave you that. saying lead us up, lead us up. I'm going to leave it up. But I don't think the algorithm, algorithms pumps it up um, because people aren't used to seeing my lives. But I will. I probably will hey. download this and hey. put it on my podcast. Soon as I, I was doing something, about to do something around the house, and I just hit my phone and popped you up. I said, man, let me go ahead and say, let me talk to this lady, man. Let me, well, let, I appreciate let me get some knowledge or something. You, you know. said something said it. You said something said it. Let me tell you what that something is. It's called the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. That was Holy Spirit talking. The anointing yeah. said short. The yoke, like I said on my hit today, is called divine intervention. <laughs> Ain't no somebody said it. It's the Lord talking to you and telling you to get busy on what it what he has called you to do. And it may not be running for office. It's just he's called you to do something. Mm. That's why he got me telling you. I'm confirming what your wife told you. I'm confirming what that old man told you. 
Mm. I'm confirming what somebody told you down the way. Remember when they told you that just last week and the week before that? And remember last year when they said, oh, man, you should really do it. You talk yourself out of it. That's the Holy Spirit. That's what that is. And I don't know you from Adam, but I know the Holy Spirit quite well. So it ain't no something said. It's the Holy Spirit talking to you. And so now he's going to put, he's going to hold you accountable from this moment on. I'm so when you go, huh? I'm receiving all this. Yeah, you got to receive it. You know why you're going to receive it? Because he's going to make you receive it. Because he's going to chastise you when you don't do what he said. So you can either handle it like a gangster or handle it like a gentleman. God is the gangster of them all. He the big yes. G for real, for real God. So when you don't do what he tell you to do, he going to make a believe out of you. So you can make the role harder and not do what he's telling you to do and keep talking yourself out of, keep thinking everybody's supposed to do what he tells you to do. Or you can go ahead and do what he say do and be about his business and be about his purpose. One of my mentees, she said, how are you so assured and knowing what you want? You're so sure. Yeah, because I, I, I talk to the father. See, I don't talk to people in the comments because it ain't no conference call. I go by what he told me to do because I got to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm able to do the things that I do because I don't, I don't worry about what they say. I ain't never done nothing based on what they say. Wasn't no conference call. I'm going to be able to hold, I got to hold myself accountable because I've been chastised enough and whooped enough by the Lord to know I don't need no extra spankings on nothing. Mm. Only kind of spanking I'm trying to get is in the bedroom. I'm not trying to spank it. You know, I got to throw that in there. People be, uh, <laughs> hey, that's the only kind of spanking I'm getting. So other than that, I don't, I don't need the Lord teaching me nothing else by because of my disobedience. I don't want to be Martin Luther King when he said, I may not get there with you, but it doesn't matter every now. I've seen the mountaintop. He said, I don't expect to live a long life, but my people will get to the promised land. I may not get there with you. He was so full of the Holy Spirit. If you go back and look at that uh, speech, he yeah. passed out after it. He was so filled with yeah, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. See, right. I'm here to say, I'm going to get there with you, brother. I'm going. I'm not going to sit up here waiting on you. I'm going. I want to see the fruits of my labor. I want to sit under the tree that I'm planting. That's why I need soldiers, because I ain't got time. I, don't, I, I want to go on over. I'm going over to the promise. I want to sit back, too, at the spot. I want to enjoy some of the fruits of this labor, too. So mm -hmm. that's the that's why I look for soldiers. I need people ready to go on war for real and put some work in. Because we going. All of y'all ain't going, though. Right. But I'm going. I'm taking about five or ten with me. Mm. So that that's what it is. He, he's speaking to you. I appreciate that. I, You're I welcome. You do. I really do. Cause you ain't the first one that told me, man, man. I know. Mm. I ain't the first one. First one told you was God, but you didn't listen. You kept talking yourself out of it. And you said, oh, something said, go on here and talk to this lady. We know something is the Holy Spirit. So now he's just going to hold you accountable. And I'm going to put this live, uh, if you don't mind, on my podcast so we can have a record of it. So that when you start doing what God tells you to do, we're going to rewind this back. And I say, appreciate that. This is the day that the Lord spoke directly to him. He comes to you through strangers and other people. It's kind of like with our kids. You know, right, right. we tell our kids stuff all the time. And then somebody say, like that story with my daughter cheerleading, the lady when we went to the camp the other day, uh, she said, I said, tell her how she doesn't need to try to do a backhand in two weeks. She doesn't have the experience. The lady said exactly what I told her. Focus on the points that you can get. I said, oh, isn't that interesting? I think I just said that. Never mind the fact that I've been a cheerleader before. Never mind that I'm mama. She just, it was hard for her to believe. 
And she has what a lot of, oh, I'm doomed. I can't do it. Why are you saying you're doomed? Do you know the job of a cheerleader is never to say you're doomed? Right. The job of a cheerleader is to keep on cheering right. when everybody go home. The job of a cheerleader is to say, oh, we go two steps forward and we go back. No, the job of the cheerleader is to say, move that ball. Touchdown. When ain't nobody else believing, my job is to believe. So number one, let's fix your attitude, baby girl. You can't be a cheerleader with an I doomed, I'm, I'm doomed attitude. Secondly, you got to get the points that you can get and you got to keep on moving. And if the excuse is all I'm doing, ain't no point in showing up for the game. That's why I talk about people in the comments. You weren't showing up for the game anyway. That's why I only have certain conversations with people that's on the field. Right. I'm not talking to you in the stands. Don't nobody, LeBron, don't never stop before he make no no three, no free throw or no basket and turn around and say, hey, what y'all think? Y'all think I should do this or not do this? I'm on the court moving the ball. You want to have a conversation with me on the level that think you can check me? Then get your ass out here and put some of these balls in. Oh, Tesla, that don't matter. Everybody got an opinion. No, you need to go talk to your peers. I'm not your peers, homie. Just like with our kids. We say I'm not your little friend. That's right. It's not that I don't like different opinions. You got a different opinion. I invite people to get their opinion all the time. But what you're not going to do is G-check me when you ain't did no drive-by. It don't work that way. Even if you're right, you might be right. You ain't the big homie. I'm the big homie. So we ain't, there's only certain shit you're going to be able to tell. You better submit a suggestion or ask a question. But what you ain't going to do is check me because I'm going to start running your rap sheet or just like in the pen. Hey, let's look at your driver's license report. What work did you put in? Did you put in work? Did you do this? Did you do that? I need to see some violations somewhere before you start telling me what to do. You're absolutely right. That's right, man. <laughs> put that work in. That's why I like running receipts. Let's run the receipts. Oh, you just want to talk about you. No, I don't. I want to run the receipts so that the people at home are not confused on good rhetoric versus results. Y'all love posting memes and quotes of people that you don't know shit about. You Oh, the, oh it sounds good. It's the message, though. No, it's not. Sometimes it's the messenger. How right. do you know that that quote, even if that quote make all the sense in the world, sometimes you need to see who's the person behind the quote. Did you ever live it, though? How do you know it's a good message? How do you know? If there ain't no receipts to show it. It's plenty of people got their good talk, but where the hell is that receipt? Hey, brother, you can't tell me how good you are in bed without delivering. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there... Keep going, because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Like you checked that uh, last brother, um, <laughs> he was talking about what he was doing in his community, and he went to jail for selling weed or something. Yeah, yeah, said, the night yeah. Of him. I was like, the nerve of him. Yeah, his name was I think Bashan something. Yeah, the nerve. You see, it shut the argument down. I know. The nerve of you, the nerve of you to go to jail and come out here with your nose looking down at somebody right, they don't want right, to listen. Right. The nerve of you after doing time selling weed. Right. The nerve of you. And he can't tell me what I need to be because guess what? I didn't get caught, homie. So that means I know a little bit more about you based on that alone. Oh, that don't mean you know more. Yeah, dude, because I didn't get caught. Selling weed, though. <laughs> weed, work, white, whatever it is, I didn't get caught. So just by that alone, this makes me the big homie in this particular conversation. Right. Whatever right. mean I don't have nothing to offer. Yeah, you got something to offer, but that alone, you don't get to come check me. You don't right. get to come put me down because that's like what they got Charleston White. I want to debate him so damn bad because he knows to go debate other people who gangbang like him because he turned his life around. Come debate me that did not go to juvenile but still live that life. Right. See, people like that, and he makes a lot of good points, by the way, but people like that, they never want to... It, it makes sense to not get in the ring with Tyson. I wouldn't get in the ring either with Tyson. But people like that, they like to you know, debate people that they know they can, you know, get an advantage of right, on certain right, things. Right, right, I see what you're saying, yeah, yeah. I know, I know them types You of know, people. where they can say, well, I turned my life around after juvenile. Well, nigga, I didn't go to juvie at all. So, so when he debates people, like, say, well, I'm doing something in politics. When the last, like, we went on uh, 85 South. When the last time you did something in politics? And then D.C. was like, I don't, but I know people. Come talk to me. Ask me when the last time I did something in politics. Ask me them same damn questions about when the last bill you read. You want to have that conversation with me, homie? I'm more than glad to have it. Right. Well, I still ain't seen the episode. I don't know if I want to watch it. I ain't seen it either because it just bothered. Because I told him, y'all should have invite me. Hey, stop. Again, stop sending soldiers. Stop sending people to do soldiers' business. Send a dog in the ring. Yeah, you definitely need to go on there, though. They don't want to do that, though, because, see, it's ego. And he knows how to get people trapped up in the ego which are usually gangsters because they say, no, 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 I'm going to be calm. I'm going to tell him this. Or he going he gonna to this and that. No, he's better than you guys with that because he knows how to study his argument. He knows how to he knows how to prick you enough where it's going to upset you enough and get you all wrapped up in that, whether right. it's him, whether it's a Candace Owens, whether it's a Republican. The reason why I can handle debates the way people can't is because they don't, I don't get caught up in the emotional side of the argument. Right. Like when you started the conversation and say, you know, I, I don't, I don't, um, you know, tolerate racism. I can't stand racism. I don't give a fuck. Be racist. Let's take that off the table. Be racist all day long. All I'm telling you is bust a move. You bust a move and you do something, you get caught. I want a law that's going to lock your ass up. I don't give a shit about it. be racist. Don't like me. I like, I like to know my enemy. I don't like you and you don't like me. So that takes the argument. You got to take the wind out of it, the wind out of the argument. So people like that, they don't sit down with people that they know can deflate they win. Mm. That's why they'll never, they'll never debate me. Never in a million years. They'll say, oh, my platform is bigger. Their platform is bigger. They're not going to give me the time. They're above it all. No, that ain't it. Tell Swiss, 
and all them to do a versus live. Let the people see. And whoever hang up first is the loser. They don't want to do that. And you better put your money on Tesla, nigga, because I'm here to fade. I'm here to I'm They don't want to do that, man. But they should, though. We should be demanding it. Let's I, demand it. Let's see if y'all superheroes really are y'all superheroes. And not just on the conservative side. Go get your top three Democrat uh, talking heads on TV. You know what? I was listening to something. Um, I was looking at the uh, Malcolm X thing that came on ABC. And um, I know he had said this before, but it, it popped in my head again. He said, moderate white moderates are worse than can be could be worse than conservatives and mm -hmm. and it and it popped in my head i said he, how is he this is 30 40 50 years ago 30 40 50 years ago are you a progressive would you consider yourself a progressive oh, uh, I, i'm a progressive i'm definitely okay. uh, i'm 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 all about moving us forward by any means necessary okay um, but finish the statement because i want to speak to that um I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say this. Um, I'm not a big uh, like yippee person on desegregation. I think we should stay segregated mm -hmm. in some ways. Some ways it was helpful to us. Yeah. Yeah. Some ways it was helpful. In some ways it destroyed us. But what were you saying about the moderate Democrat though? Well, how they can well well liberals like you know how they can stop us in our tracks. Um, more than a, a conservative would, you mm -hmm. know. Well, they do the same. And then I, I want to speak to this. That's why I asked you if you're a progressive. What if I told you that uh, a lot of the people in the progressive movement were anti-black? Would you believe me? Oh hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Because they are. So we 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 are all flesh and blood. I don't put nothing past us. We're not okay. Christ. We're not gods. Yeah, because they anti-black as hell. Just so you know. Oh yeah. And you can you can tell. Because they pick and choose what side of the argument they want to hear with Killer Mike, but y'all don't want to talk about all that blackness. And I know because I worked on Bernie Sanders' campaign as racial justice director. So to all you white progressives, you bruise, hey, brood, and follow me. A lot of y'all anti-black as hell. Uh, so that's number one. Uh, speaking to the moderate, uh, yes, Malcolm X was right. They are the same. Uh, but I do want to speak to this, that uh, black people, by and large, are typically very conservative in how we move. And so the progressive uh, movement talks about, oh, it's just those old Democrats, those old moderates, those old black people, those this or that. Black people, for the most part, have had to be very conservative right. uh, in not just how we vote, but in our values. Right. And so I don't believe that that should always be a race. It's not the conservative movement. It's just literally how we were raised. Right. You're right. And You're right. I don't like the progressive movement when it comes or Democrat movement, for that example, but definitely in the progressive side that is anti-business, that is anti-Black in a lot of ways, um, that likes to talk about, oh, but it's just their capitalism and this and that. A lot of people in the progressive movement, white folks, have pissed away their white privilege. Uh, so they like to uh, make it seem that everything got to do with the rich, the this or that. Well, Black people trying to get money. So uh, money for us equals freedom in a lot of ways. And so that argument um, is not had enough on the progressive side. I had a real good podcast uh, a little, maybe a month or so ago uh, that I had on um, uh, Brianna uh, Brianna's uh, podcast, Bad Faith, and I talked about that. And I said, why progressives, why are you going to keep it? First of all, you got to win the black vote. And so the longer progressives keep ignoring uh, how to deal with black people, 
and thinking that their only answer is, well, we got Nina Turner, we got Killer Mike, and that's their only answer, they're going to fail. As long as they keep saying, well, Black people are just low-information voters and they don't get it, and it's just the, the boomers and the that they're going to fail. As long as they don't realize that they, too, are just as anti-Black and sometimes even worse than the moderate, they're going to fail. So progressives definitely ain't the move as far as I'm concerned when it comes to Blackness and how that movement um, is sold to us. And I can say all of that and still support Killer Mike, Nina Turner, Turner you know, right. and Gary Chamber, you know, those who consider themselves progressives, quote right. unquote. But that movement is trash too when it comes to Black people overall, by and large. Right. Well, now, would you say because, I know, I know what you said because um, you talked about um, Killer Mike, Nina Turner, and what about AOC and 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 the ones that's that's like in that in that in that in that room with the rest well, of the things? Yeah, well, I'm talking about black people. Okay. I'm talking about the movement in general. So yeah, AOC general. ain't speaking okay. for black people. No matter how many times she says she's part black, I don't know what she's talking about. I'm talking about the movement in general. Uh, if anybody, if any name, I'm going to call is Bernie Sanders. Him, literally, who got that movement. Uh, started Sorry. over again. It's not the first time it's been a progressive movement, but Bernie Sanders has a problem with race and class. He believes mm -hmm. that as, as long as uh, everybody get $15 an hour, we raise up the rate. He doesn't understand that even still, well, he does understand. Let me stop saying he don't understand. He's not ignorant. He thinks he still believes in this all lift all boats and all ties rise, all that. Right. When this is still going to happen, the gap is still going to happen. Even if you pay people more, it's going to go up. Yeah. Same thing with the moderate uh, feminist, uh, white feminist that says, hey, let's push for equal pay with women. Well, black women still don't make what white women make. So, but progressives and the movement, Bernie Sanders, I go straight to the top. Right? Where about AOC? Let's go straight to the top. He struggles with race and class. He, he does. doesn't want to preach that message. It's him. So people that follow him follow that same message. And right. then y'all give white folks these space, not y'all, but, you know, in general, right, right. this opportunity to come in. Oh, bro, I can talk about it because I'm progressive. No, bro, you can't. I'm talking about black people. Shut right. your ass up. Right. They get passes to be able to have certain conversations that they shouldn't be talking about because you pissed away your white privilege. Let's just go ahead and say what it is. Right. You were born with white privilege. Some of you were born in the poverty. I get it. Like Eminem, but he came and figured out how to use his white privilege. And then last week when he took the knee, whether he did it for cap or not, bottom line, it looked like he tried to use his white privilege for good. Your only one job is to use your white privilege for good. If you didn't piss off, piss away your white privilege because you can walk into a room and be seen versus I walk into a room and be right. counted out and you weren't able to figure it out, you pissed away your white privilege. Let's talk about it for what it is. I'm not saying poor people don't have issues, but I will not merge the issues of a black man compared to the issues of a poor white, white man. man. Because that's not the same. That's You're right. You're absolutely right. That's not the same. And they try to make right. it the same. They try and that to makes right. them anti-black. Because right. they have to keep, no, let's all come together. What they fear is us all coming together. Martin Luther King, he talked about us coming together in the Poor People's March, right? He also was talking about reparations. Why y'all don't talk about that part that Martin Luther King was talking about? He was talking about that too. Y'all pick and choose what y'all want to talk about. Yes, it's a poor issue. Yes, it's a class issue. issue. But poor black people are far off, are far off more worse than poor white, white people. people. And you ain't gonna use me to not talk about that to help you get ahead. Right. Because if you support the black man, everybody lifts up by default. 
Instead of talking about all votes rise, whatever that shit is. No, just worry about the black vote. Because if the black vote rises, everybody rises by default. Even if you don't like black people. If I lift you up, it's going to be better for everybody. Because you at the bottom. If I lift black women up, it's going to be better for everybody. I know my brothers don't want to hear this. This is not a gender divide when I'm having this conversation. This is just plain fact. As follow white men, black men, white women, and black women at the bottom of the pay scale. So when you lift up black women and pay them equally, everybody get paid equally. Yeah. It's not a gender divide, it's, it's damn facts. Yeah, that's why. So yes, <laughs> black men and black women, we can't separate from each other. We must talk about being black first. first. But that doesn't mean we ignore right. the biases uh, within gender because these are based on facts, not. Gentlemen's right. facts. Right. I hear you 100%. I talk about the same stuff. The whole women's feminist movement. I said, ain't no I said, ain't no way in the hell. My, I told my wife, I said, would you go? And she said, ain't no way in the hell I go to that. Because they'll get paid more than what, I, what I'm what i making. So right. they're not they're not out there marching for me. They're out there marching for themselves. But they, in uh -huh. their mind, they think they're doing something. So. Well, they are doing something. They're doing something for themselves. Right. They doing something. Right. <laughs> just ain't for you. Right. And it took me a while to learn it. I used to be on the board of legal and voters in Florida. I was the only, right. black, the only black woman. And I remember Congresswoman Brown told me that. She said, you you fighting. The white woman's fighting, not I'm fighting. I didn't understand it because Shirley Chisholm was my hero. And oh, she yeah. talked about how hard it was being a, a woman opposed to color. And I didn't understand it. And I like the old folks say, I understand it by and by. So I understand more than what I did then, which is, you know, allow people grace and time to learn. But I do know that there are uh, disparities within gender, period, that can't be ignored. Two things can be true at the same time. Right. But I do know we can't separate ourselves from each other because black men need black women in every way. Absolutely. But I'm going to let you go. Your family's calling you. Yeah, Thank my you so wife just pulled up. Oh, um, tell her we said hello. I will. And, I will. This and, is a great opportunity for me. Yeah. I received everything you told me. And great minds do think alike. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm going to put, what's your name again, brother? My name is Robert Wallace. All right. Senior. Robert my wife said I got to say that. Senior because I have a junior. Okay, Robert Wallace Sr., passing yes, on the legacy. Shout out to Junior going to Morehouse. Shout out to yeah, you. Yeah, he will wife. be graduating in May. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, hopefully, uh, I don't want him to come back here. Hopefully, he, he wants to teach. He wants to run well, maybe, school. Well, well, maybe he need to come back there and do something in your own community. Maybe, maybe by then you'll be on the school board. Yeah, that's why I'm you can't say You can't say what the Lord got for him. Cleveland, Cleveland needs help. And maybe it's your son that's going to be about that change. So keep on speaking those positive affirmations in your life. I appreciate it. I'm going to actually put this on my podcast. For those who are listening, you're listening to Straight Shot, No Chase Alive. It will be on the podcast. Shout out to you, Mr. Wallace. Senior, you too. You too. Uh, you be Joplin. safe. If you need be a safe. soldier, call me. All right. Um, thank poppy. you so much. All right. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to Straight Shot Chaser, No Alive. Uh, which is something that I put on my podcast every now and then. I'll do commentary. I'll put my lives up and we do interviews. So I'm going to put this replay up. 
um, so that folks can hear it because this was a great, great conversation. And I'll start doing more of this because I know a lot of you do want to come on and have conversations. Let me know, um, you know, how we can continue to do that. Everybody don't want to do the video. Some people may just want to call in. I wish you guys were on Twitter so we could have um, a lot of people hide behind audio. They're more comfortable with that. But we're going to keep having these conversations. Uh, shout out to Mr. Wallace again for joining me. I'm going to put this again on Straight Shot No Chaser Live and let's keep this going. Peace. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world.